Hey guys, welcome back to Strength for Today. We're in season one, episode two. And just want to encourage you, if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to episode one, where just introduce myself a little bit, kind of where Strength for Today came from. And we really just talked about what strength is in the world today and how a lot of us really need strength in a world where we can get discouraged or overwhelmed or fearful, even without hope. Uh, is a place that we often find ourselves. But what I hope to do through these episodes is just to encourage you to be a voice of strength and really to allow you to come into a relationship with God that would provide a source of strength for you. Because again, uh, I made a reference last episode to really for me, my source of strength comes from the Lord. And I said last episode that today we were going to share, I was going to share about a time in my life where God became very real to me and drew me in to an interactive relationship with himself. And so I just want to take us back kind of on that memory lane. I'm sure for many of us, we can think of stories from our past that were just very significant and influential in our lives and really gave shape to a turning point of what formed us and who we became in life. And so I know for me, when I go back and think of these stories, I just like to help put myself back in it and remember all the incredible things that happened. And I just want to invite you for the next couple of moments just into a journey and a part of my life that really was a turning point. And I would really define it as the moment in my life where I found true strength and real strength. And from that time over the course of my life, God has continued and provided a source of strength for me in my life personally. And so if you would just engage with me, uh, I hope the story just encouraging you that you can relate to it. And even at the end of this episode, just want to invite you in and let you know that it is possible to enter into a relationship with God even today, regardless of your past, regardless of your history, regardless of where you might find yourself in your current circumstances. But what I've found is that the God that reveals himself through scripture is so intentional and desires so much to be a part of our lives is that all we have to do is just be sensitive and respond to that and allow him to work in us. And so here it is. Here's my story. Here's that point in my life. I'm going to take you back to when I was actually in seventh grade and I was, you know, I'd grown up, I had two older brothers who I'm close with and you know, I love to play sports with, and that was really a big part of my identity and who I was back then. And so much of my childhood, we would go out in our backyard and we'd be playing either basketball or football or baseball, whatever sport that we really could play. And when I went to school, that was a lot of where I found my, my strength and my purpose. And I think for a lot of us, uh, maybe it wasn't sports, maybe it was music, maybe it was, um, you know, events or music, whatever it might be, uh, there was something that we found that provided a sense of strength and, and comfort, something that when life got hard, or we found ourselves in a weak spot, we'd often go back to, and it would present, um, provide a sense of stability or a foundation that seemed to create strength in our lives. And so uh, when I was back in seventh grade, I was actually invited to a church camp that was about four hours away. And I had grown up in a Christian home and 
um, you know, God was always, I would say, fairly real to me. And um, my parents were great examples of just, you know, what it looked like to live out our Christian faith. And so we went to church every Sunday and, you know, went to youth group on Wednesday nights. And in seventh grade, I was invited by one of my friends to go to a camp. And I had never been to a camp before. And for those of you who have been to a camp, you kind of know what that experience is. Is for me, it was an opportunity to kind of get outside my normal world and enter into an environment that was completely foreign and different to me than even what I had seen modeled in the church that I grew up in. And so I can remember arriving there as a child, and I believe we went up in a couple vans, and I remember getting out and with my parents, and I remember hugging them goodbye. And, you know, I looked at my friend and we started walking up to the main cabin. And even as we walked in the doors, it was like this joyful culture and environment of all these counselors. They called them counselors. They were kind of the adults that um, would be serving us and leading us. And we were assigned a cabin and each cabin had one or two counselors that would be serving as the, you know, the adult and kind of shepherding us throughout the week and taking us from place to place, activity to activity. And so I can remember going there, meeting my counselor, and he just met us with such a smile, a big smile on his face. And there was so much joy uh, in his voice that he was so happy that we were there. And, you know, this is something that we're going to be getting into in a future episode. But really what joy is defined at is very relational is that someone's glad to be with us and I can remember from the very first moment showing up to this camp just being embraced by the leaders and the speakers and even the the kitchen staff that was serving us meals like there was such a joy and they were so glad that we were there and it just felt really good like it was very different from what I had experienced uh, in so many places up to this point in my life. And so we went out, we went throughout that week and we really, uh, you know, we played games, we ate meals, lunch, breakfast, dinner, um, you know, uh, at the cabin that was designated to eat. We had times in our cabins, devotionals. We went to what they called chapels uh, where we sang and we heard messages from speakers and this was all pretty new to me. And, and one of my favorite times in the afternoon is they would give us free time. And in that free time, uh, we'd get to swim or, um, you know, do camping stuff or just hike, walk, hang out with friends, read, you know, we could go to the little cafe area and buy snacks. And so it was just really different in terms of what kind of environment, you know, that I was in. And So it all culminated really on the last night that we were there. And I just had such an incredible experience leading up to this one night where, you know, I can remember going into the chapels and singing songs. And each night I got a little more comfortable singing and, you know, the the friendships that I built with those that were in my cabin and just the, the smiles, the joy, the laughter. I mean, just remembering it right now brings such a smile um, to my face. And so that night we went back to our cabin after chapel and they had said to us, you know, when you go back to your cabin, you're going to have a time where you're playing games and also your counselor is just going to be, you know, asking you if you want to know more about this person, uh, Jesus, who we've been talking about all week and having an invitation 
to enter into a relationship with him. And I can remember walking back to our cabin uh, that night and just kind of being a little bit anxious and a little bit nervous, not knowing exactly what it was he was going to be talking to us about. But I was looking forward to playing the game, whatever game it was, because they were always fun games to play. And so we got in the cabin and we started playing this game where we were all just laying on our stomachs in a circle and one of us was it and we had to blink at each other and if you got blinked at you were out of the game and we had to try to identify um you know who was the person that you know was blinking and and taking everybody out and so we were playing that game and I can remember two three four you know there was 10 of us in the cabin and there was about six people seven people now who had gone out with the counselor And I was just taking notice of what they look like and their demeanor as they went outside and talked with the counselor. And, you know, when they came back in, I can remember there was just something very different in each one of them when I saw them come back in. And here were some of the characteristics that I saw. They had a new hope in their eyes that I could tangibly and and literally see. It was like when they went out, you know, I remembered what they kind of the look they had in their eye. And when they came back in, it was almost like this light and this sense of hope that, you know, had been um, birthed or restored in, in their eyes. For a lot of them, they had tears. I could tell that, you know, they had tears that were coming down. And I was just like, man, what is going on out there that, you know, they're coming back so different, something that I can tangibly see and notice. And so about I think I was the last one. The counselor comes back in and I can remember him saying, Eric, you know, you want to come out? And I can remember the prompting I felt inside. And I can remember not knowing what it was at the time, but today I know it was the prompting of the Holy Spirit because I've come to discern that prompting internally of what that is. And so I said, yes, you know, I, I went out there and I can remember him sitting me down on the bench outside and he began to talk to me and he began to share about the love of Jesus and this incredible desire that he had to be in my life. And as he's sharing, I can remember just being so intrigued and just locking in, uh, looking into his eyes and I could see the joy and I could see it was something in his heart that was true that he wouldn't get this excited about something that he really didn't firmly believe in. And so when he came to that point of asking me, I can remember his words. He said, Eric, you know, with everything that we've been talking about this week, would you like to invite Jesus into your life and enter into a relationship with him? And I can remember having these thoughts in my head. My heart started to race. My throat kind of went dry a little bit. And I could just kind of feel like everything inside of me was leading up to me saying yes. And I can remember having these thoughts as well about what I had learned that week about Jesus and who God the Father was in the role of the Holy Spirit living with inside of us. And I can remember thinking, wow, like there's a God that created the entire universe who put the stars in the sky who put the sun in the place, who put the earth into rotation. And I can just thinking about all these things. And now here's this guy asking me if I want to receive him in my life. The very God who created everything, who gave his son Jesus for me, 
now wanting to live inside of me, giving me permanent access to this God, everything within me was just saying yes. And I can remember barely getting it out. And I said, yes. And I can remember the tears just starting to flow down my eyes. And I can re just remember feeling this sense of joy that was rising up inside, a new sense of hope and purpose that started to fill my mind. And it was like something had been birthed and something had been released inside of me. And it was just kind of like a freeing and, and a brokenness of something breaking free in my life, something that I had been kind of secretly longing for, but I didn't know what it was because up to this point in my life, like my identity was wrapped in, in being an athlete and through my social peers at school and doing good in school. And that was really my world. But now I had something that seemed very different, like the God of the universe living inside of me and opening me up to something new. I didn't realize everything that had happened in that moment. But looking back on it, it's like I can begin to connect the dots. And as a kid, I did so many of those things. And maybe many of you have as well, those little dot to dots where you begin to connect the dots. And over the course of my life, since that time, like I've been able to go back and to begin to make sense of where God worked in my life. And it's like connecting these dots that's gotten me all the way up to this point in my life. And I'm thankful. And I go back to that, you know, time, you know, in my life. And so I just want to encourage you today as I wrap this second uh, episode up is God's heart and his desire is if you read through scripture from Genesis to Revelation is this amazing love story that begins to unfold. And it's not just something that we're not a part of, but God had you in his heart from the very beginning of time before he even spoke the stars into existence. I mean, go back and read Genesis 1, 2, and 3, the stories of creation, and begin to think about that you were a thought in a dream and a desire in God's very heart before he even created those things. He knew that you would be sitting right where you are right now, doing the things that you're doing right now, and he's got a very specific purpose for you today and also tomorrow. And that for me is what was opened up back in seventh grade for me as I was so thankful for the community that came around me, for all the men and leaders in, in my local church that really encouraged me to go to this camp. And, and I'll share more stories to come uh, in the days ahead about how God has worked in my life and been a source of strength for me. Um, because again, a lot of my life goes back to this moment in time that really flipped the script for me, that gave me a new sense of strength in that day. And I'll begin to share stories and tell you about how God's worked in my life and also the lives of others that I've had the privilege of walking alongside and just seeing how powerful and how strong God is to change us. Because when I go back and I think and I reflect on that time in seventh grade, 
the source and the sense of strength that I received that night out on the bench with that counselor who took time out of his day to share the good news of the gospel with me, who brought a new light and a new hope and a new sense of joy into my life. I'm just so grateful and thankful because it really provided a sense of strength and a new direction and a new perspective that has been absolutely foundational in my life. And I can remember going home in the next couple of days and just sharing with my parents how different the world seemed. It's like I had a new purpose. And there was a hunger that began to build inside of me to know God relationally, to be in his word and to understand what he said and who he said he was and what he wanted to do in my life. And very soon it would lead me to get involved in our, our church's youth group at a deeper level and put me on a course in my life to commit myself to fulfilling the call and the purpose that he has in my life and over my life. And so guys, I just want to encourage you that if you're at a place where you know Christ and you know the strength of God in your life, that's incredible. But I don't want to miss an opportunity as well. And I just want to invite you into that relationship with God that, that for me changed my life. And it's real simple. It's real simple. It's just confessing who you are. Confessing that we're sinners. And allowing Jesus and asking him into our heart to be Lord and Savior of our heart. And then just beginning to thank him for what he's doing and what he's going to do. Because I promise you this, he'll walk with you and he'll become a source of consistent, faithful, and steadfast love in your life. And if you made that decision today, or if you want to, reach out, make a comment on this video. Let me know, because I love celebrating with you. Because I had so many people in my life that celebrated when I gave my life to Christ and found a new source of strength. And so, guys, I just want to encourage you with that. And as I began to think about this episode and how I wanted to wrap it up, is I just wanted to share some lyrics from a song that's been very meaningful to me over the course of the last couple of months. And it's a song by David Crowder and Dante Bow called God Really Loves Us. And again, I don't know what kind of situations or challenges that you face ahead, but what's been strengthening for me is to know the steadfast, enduring love of God. Hear these first few lines from this song, and I just want to encourage you to go YouTube it, listen to it if you have access to it. It's called God Really Loves Us by David Crowder and Dante Bow, and it starts off this way. It says, I've got a friend closer than a brother. There's no judgment. Oh, how he loves me. I've got a friend and he is my strength. He is my portion with me in the valley, with me in the fire, with me in the storm. Let all my life testify. Hallelujah. We are not alone. God really loves us. God really loves us. Hallelujah. 
Oh, praise my soul. God really loves us. God really loves us. So Father, as this episode closes today, I just want to close in a prayer of blessing over each one that is listening today. That you would be strengthened in your inner being, that you would find a new sense of strength and hope that would emerge, light that would come forth in your heart today because of the person of Jesus being accepted and received into your heart. May Christ manifest his presence in you in a powerful and real way and strengthen you and give you a new sense of purpose and direction and identity. I pray these things in the wonderful and powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Again, thanks for being with us. Next episode is going to be released on Friday, where we're going to be looking at some of these scriptures from this week earlier that we mentioned, and a couple illustrations that I just want to share of you that I think will give you a good picture of what strength is today. So come back, um, join me for episode three. And again, uh, you can find any key scriptures um, or a description below the, the podcast or the actual YouTube video, depending on whether you're watching or listening. And subscribe if you like the content and if it's helpful and let others know about it. God bless and we'll see you next time.